can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics come out with the win, 116-108. Tie the series, 2-2, heading back to Boston. Home court advantage is back in play. Gonna follow today's podcast, same as usual. Run through player of the game, run through some of the highs and some of the lows, and talk about Game 5 back in Boston. To get things started off here, this was the easiest player of the game I have given out in a long time. Al Horford tonight was incredible. Drops a career-high 30 points on 11 of 14 from the field, 5 of 7 from 3, while also chipping in 8 rebounds and 3 assists and a block, was a team-high plus 20, and nobody in the starting lineup was remotely close. The next highest was Jason Tatum at plus 9. This was an incredible, incredible game by Al Horford tonight. And not only the stat sheet uh, was fantastic, you look at when he gave all of those points. He had 14 points after the third quarter, meaning he had 16 fourth quarter points. He had that thunderous and one dunk over Giannis to tie the game at 80, which was the first key play in that fourth in that fourth quarter. Uh, had a big transition three, uh, another big corner three to go up 95-94. And that's when the Celtics really just went after it. Right after that corner three, he went defensively, blocked Lopez, and then got the end one bucket over Lopez on the other end. And that right there is where the Celtics put the Bucks to bed. Al Horford tonight was nothing short of spectacular. This is a 35-year-old guy. That at the beginning of this season, when we traded Kemba for him, people were complaining about this. People were complaining, saying Al is washed, that he's old and he's overpaid. And Al Horford, like it wasn't even remotely close. He was the best player on this Celtics team today by far. By far. Offensively and defensively. What he did tonight against uh, Giannis was fantastic also. This was an unbelievable game by Al Horford. Unbelievable game by Al Horford. Uh, luckily, we had a little bit of help tonight from the off- on the offensive side of the ball. Yesterday, or last game, struggle city for the most part. Uh, somehow managed to make last game a game. But it was struggle city for the most, for the most part on the offensive end. Tonight, Al Horford... Had some help. And Jason Tatum was that guy today. Or was one of the guys today, I guess I should say. Jason Tatum tonight, 30 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists. We criticized him a lot after Game 3. Because he wasn't hitting shots. But he also just wasn't contributing on the offensive end. Like It was a game where he capped out at 3 assists. 
I think he had five rebounds. I don't have the stats in front of me from last game, but overall did not contribute much in that game. Tonight, Jason Tatum kind of got back to contributing all across the board. Offensively, defensively, solid. The shot, still not perfect. 11 of 24, 3 of 10 from 3. Uh, so not not very good there. But similar to Al Horford, really came on strong late in the game. He had 9 points at halftime. Chipped in another 9 in the third quarter and then another 12 in the fourth. So this is just a, a Jason Tatum stepping up when you really need him to. When you really need him to. Uh, so good on Jason Tatum. Marcus Smart, I think, was right there with him as far as like solid, solid player. Marcus Smart tonight, 18 points, two rebounds, eight assists, two blocks. And also, I want to say two charges drawn. He now has five in the NBA playoffs, leading the NBA in charges drawn. But Marcus Smart tonight, I thought was spectacular. And I know I'm throwing this word around a lot. What Marcus Smart found out late in the game was that he could bully ball Holiday a little bit. He's bigger, he's stronger, and he's athletic, right? There were a couple possessions late in the game where he had a huge drive on Holiday. Uh, but then he also just had that bully ball finish where he just got the ball into, into Holiday's chest and just got up, hit a tough shot. A tough, tough shot late in that game. So Marcus Smart today stepped up in a major way. But it's not just those last second baskets. From a facilitating standpoint, that is where he is at his best. Last game, Al Horford led the team with five assists. Marcus Smart didn't have a bunch. Really just not a very good game from him at all. Tonight, stepped it up. Playmaking was fantastic. Still, probably the best pass of the entire night was Marcus Smart on a backdoor cut to Derek White. Like, great pass. But you just saw that throughout the game. He had a couple of great, great passes today. Uh, and he just continued to play the game the Marcus Smart way. You talk about a guy that's going out and giving his all – Obviously, Al Horford was the poster child of that today. But Marcus Smart really just does all those little things. So you got to give the guy his props because he showed up in a major way late in this game. A major way late in this game. Uh, and helped put this one over the edge here. Uh, Jalen Brown, solid game. Got in foul trouble, kind of struggled. Uh, on the defensive end against Giannis, really the Bucks just tried to search him and found that mismatch a lot. And it really put Jalen Brown in a tough spot late uh, because he sat a lot of the second half. Like he ended the game with only 32, po 32 minutes, excuse me. Still chipped in 18 points, uh, but had a couple of huge baskets. He had a big three late in the game. Uh, that helped the Celtics kind of get over the edge as well. So solid game from Jalen Brown. I'm not going to say it's fantastic uh, because the foul trouble was there. Defensively, really struggled against Giannis. 
But overall, 6 of 6 from the free throw line, he was the guy that got out there early uh, and had 11 points at the half. So he was the one that was initiating a lot of this offense. He was getting into the paint. He got his mid-range going. So you love to see that. You love to see it. The other guy tonight that flies under the radar every other game, and I've given him a little bit of shit during this series, but tonight Derek White was fantastic. You'll notice I haven't talked about Grant Williams yet, this this podcast. That's because Ime Odoka did not play Grant pretty much the entire fourth quarter. He stuck with Derek White. Grant got in foul trouble, was playing Giannis a lot today, similar to JB, and got in foul trouble, had four fouls. Almost got teed up. Don't know how Grant Williams didn't get teed up because after a foul call, he basically went over and body bumped the ref. Should be a technical foul. Again, I'm a Celtics fan, and I'm saying it should be a technical foul. It seemed like clear as day, the easiest call in the world to make. I'm glad they didn't do it. It probably would have killed momentum. But Derek White tonight got a lot of playing time in that fourth quarter when Ime decided to sit Grant. Derek White had 34 minutes tonight. End of the game, 11 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, as well as a block. And one of the biggest defensive plays of the game, late against Drew Holiday. The Bucs were making a run. They had it within 6. Derek White bodied Drew Holiday, would not let him get into the paint, stuck on him tight, and forced a tough shot. And that was probably the biggest defensive sequence of that game down the stretch. So Derek White really played well today. And you want to talk about efficiency numbers too. Four of six from the field and two of two from the free throw line. Was one of three from three, whatever. The shots, that the threes that he took were wide open. But the difference today in today's Derek White versus the other game's Derek White is he made shots at the rim. Like he was getting into the lane and making the right plays like he's been doing all year long. The first three games of this series, he has struggled in that front. And I've I've said it. I've said it on this podcast that he's struggled in that front. But Derek White tonight stepped up in a major way. And you just you have to be happy about it at this point. Everyone called for it. We needed we needed Derek White to step up, especially in a game where I haven't even mentioned this. Robert Williams wasn't there. So when you're missing guys. You're basically putting your entire rotation back a notch, right? No Time Lord means Grant needs to start, which means Grant's not coming off the bench, which means we need to rely on other bench guys to take minutes. And today was a game where we didn't really roll out the too big lineup a ton late in the game because Derek White was playing as well as he was. So that's the impact that he had in this game. It's huge. He was a team high second best plus minus plus 18 tonight behind Al Horford. Like that right there. I know I've said it a million times. Single game plus minus is not a big stat that you should follow. But this series, Derek White's plus minus numbers have been solid. They've been really good. And tonight was no exception to that. So... Good on Derek White. Very, very happy that he pulled it together here. 
but I do want to talk about a couple things here. So after the third quarter, the Celtics were shooting 31% from three. They ended the game shooting 38%. Meaning the fourth quarter, they shot significantly better from three. They were also shooting, I want to say it was 42, 40 something percent from the field. Ended the game at 50%. The Celtics need to continue shooting well. All of it, all of it comes down to the fact that Jason Tatum was super aggressive in getting to the rim and finding guys. And also, Al Horford was just hot. He was hot as all hell, was doing everything tonight. But those two guys made the offense what it was in that fourth quarter. It was a sensational performance by the two of them in that fourth quarter, and we needed every single bit of it. This game was not pretty for three quarters. It wasn't. Uh, But that fourth quarter, we played really well. And you have to give the Celtics defense a little bit of credit on this one because we played really bad, frankly, the first three quarters offensively. We were in this game strictly because our defense played solid. Like we were outscored 25-18 in the first. 18 points, horrible first quarter. But 25, not too bad. We did outscore them 29-23 in the second which brought things close, but again, defensively, held them in pretty well. And then fourth quarter, the Celtics offense went off. We outscored the Bucs 43-28. to 43-28. This is a make-miss league. I've said it in the last podcast. I know I've talked about it in the rest of the regular season for that matter. But the fourth quarter, the Celtics made shots, the Bucs didn't. That's it. That's the game, right? But you had a lot of guys on the Celtics tonight that really stepped up. Tatum, great game. Al Horford, great game. Jalen Brown, solid game. Marcus Smart, great game. Derek White, great game. Like, this is what you need. You've got five guys in double digits for the Celtics. Derek White being one of them. Like, that right there is a recipe for success. You need a full team effort. And that's what you got tonight. That's it. That's what you got tonight. It was a solid, solid fourth quarter. But you got guys contributing all around. With that being said, it's not all great. I want to talk briefly about some of the negatives. I'm not going to dwell on them a ton. But it needs to be addressed. Uh, before we dive into some of the negatives, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, 
total threes made, total rebounds, and more. And boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place the same game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I want to tell you a little bit about my favorite sponsor, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Greens Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, all Venture Greens Nutrition products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States and extensively third-party tested for quality. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com and use this special promo code for a discount off your purchase. All right, so like I said, this game, not perfect. First three quarters, pretty bad, to be honest. Uh, But a lot of the things that happened in game three or that went wrong in game three also happened in game four. Turnovers, offensive rebounds, poor shot selection. All of it happened tonight. Uh, And I want to talk a little bit about the turnovers here because this plagued the Celtics early on and they kind of pulled through it a little bit. Uh, But you talk about turnovers and allowing the Bucs to get out. They ended the night with 11 turnovers, 17 points off of those turnovers. At the end of the third quarter, they allowed 15 points off of 10 turnovers. So in that fourth quarter, they only had one turnover. That's the big difference, right? This game though, giving up 17 points off of turnovers is bad. Like it's bad. It's something that the Celtics have been plagued with all series long. The Bucs have been taking advantage of this. And I've talked about how good the Bucs are out in transition. Uh, And it happened again. The other big issue, 13 offensive rebounds tonight. Obviously, there's no Grant Williams today, right? That hurts the Celtics off the bat. But 13 offensive rebounds is giving this Bucks team so many second chance opportunities. That right there, coupled with the turnovers, is enough to lose a game on most nights. Fortunately for the Celtics, they turned it on. They turned on their shooting in that fourth quarter. But throughout the rest of the game, it was bad. Like I said, after the third quarter, they were shooting 31% from three. They ended the night at 37, 38%, 37.8 to be exact. Uh, so that's solid, right? But it does not disguise, it doesn't make up for the fact that they were not doing it for the first three quarters. They were taking bad shots. They weren't making the right plays. And that's what changed in that fourth quarter. And that's the reason that the Celtics outscored the Bucs by 15 points, right? But you cannot continue to do this. The Celtics played 
a basically flawless fourth quarter tonight. You cannot bank on that happening every single game. So you need to clean up the turnovers. You need to clean up the offensive rebounding. And honestly, you really just need to clean up the shooting and the shot selection here because that's the biggest reason. Defensively, we're playing solid. We're playing pretty solid defensively. We're holding them. We're forcing tough shots. But there are a couple times today where we get Tice threes early in shot clocks. We've got Jason Tatum trying to play iso ball by taking deep threes. Honestly, and this is a this is a negative, but you have a wide open Peyton Pritchard twice that passed up shots. And I know he hasn't shot well on the in this series, 0 of 2 tonight from the field, uh, both from three, but he passed up two wide open threes. And guys are driving in, getting to the lane. Jason Tatum passed up a couple layups to kick out for other shots. Marcus Smart drove in, passed out a a fairly open layup to Al Horford for a mid-range. Al Horford happened to hit hit that mid-range because he hit basically everything he shot today. But the Celtics were giving up a lot of good shots trying to find better shots. And they didn't hit them for the majority of the game, right? You can't do that against this team. Capitalize on mistakes, drive in, draw fouls, get to the free throw line, and play the game that way. That's how you beat this Milwaukee Bucks team if you're the Celtics. Because you look across this series, the three ball has not been very good to you. So try to force the issue. Try to get the ball down low and force something in there. Draw a foul. Get to the free throw line. Like that is how, that is when the Celtics are at their best. This fourth quarter, the obviously we shot threes because we increased the three-point percentage by, you know, 7%. But what they did was continuously drive and find guys for open shots But they were also just getting to the lane. Not all of their points came from three. Jason Tatum got to the rack. Marcus Smart got to the rack. Al Horford got to the rack. They were super aggressive in that fourth quarter. And that's what you need from them moving forward. Game five, there's not a a big rest day. There's no four-day rest in between games now. Celtics play again Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. So Al Horford got one day to rest. Mr. 35-year-old that is playing at a career best uh, has one day of rest before he needs to come back for a crucial game five at home. The Celtics need to come out. They need to clean up these mistakes. Otherwise, it's going to be another game where you need life alert right next to you just in case the Celtics put you through this three quarters of misery just to make an incredible comeback. Like, I don't know how much more my heart can take of this. My goodness, let's play good four quarters because I don't think any team on either side, Milwaukee or Boston, I don't think anyone has played a good four quarters in a row. Like that needs to change. The Celtics need to do that on game five because right now, 
We battled our asses off to get home court advantage back. Take advantage of it. End it where it should be. Again, Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern time. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter, at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to join our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. And more importantly, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five-star, written review, everything helps. Have a good night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.